New Year, 2022, same us. Yep. New Year, same bullshit. <laughs> new Year, new beer. <laughs> Speaking of which, it's Bud Light hour. It's Bud Light season. It's, it's always Bud Light season. It's January 1st, 2022. Oh. The first day of the new year. So we thought we'd ring it in with another one of these insanely retarded podcasts. <laughs> We've had a bit of a hiatus there over uh, the Christmas season. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of Christmas activities, visiting family, friends, getting into drunken fistfights with your family. That's right. That's right. Um, smoking copious amounts of the green herb. <laughs> what else? What else did we do? Oh, you were smoking most of the green herb yeah, for us. Wow, well, buddy of mine's from BC, and he gets some good res weed. <laughs> Never. I never thought those words would come out of my mouth. Good, <gasps> good and resweed. <laughs> but he's like, yeah, I'll try some of this. And it's pretty good. See, the problem I have with like, ever since they legalized it, like, what is it, four years ago now or whatever, three years ago, is like, you go, I've been into a couple dispensaries and um, they're like, oh yeah, you can buy, you know, some weed that's like 28% THC. Yeah. Well, it's like, that's like so much fucking THC in, in uh, like percentage wise. So that stuff just makes me go insane. Like I get super paranoid and everything. Yeah. But like if I smoke like really shitty hippie weed, <laughs> it's like you get a, like a mild buzz and you just like, and then you just have the insatiable urge to play the Grateful Dead, <laughs> which is all right. That's a pretty good side effect if you ask me. Just want to start beating on drums. <laughs> <laughs> Watch me. I'm Neil Peart. <laughs> I'm the new Neil Peart. <clears throat> so what's your New Year's resolution, Gump? My New Year's revolution? Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to start a revolution. <laughs> We're going to revolutionize... Uh, warfare. Warfare. <laughs> We're going to bring back gas attacks. We're going to ignore the Geneva Conventions. Commit several war crimes this year. Oh, yes. Multiple. No. My New Year's resolution is to... Uh, I know it's a tough I one. I don't know. Because the thing is, is I really you, don't care that much. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And you got to be reasonable with yourself. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. Well, that doesn't really apply to me. I don't have that much to lose. That's I'm right. Kind of a, I'm if a little you, guy. If you lose 10 pounds, I mean. I'll fucking die. You'll fucking I'll, die. I'll look like one of them Auschwitz survivors. <laughs> so I, I can't afford 10 pounds. Or Auschwitz, uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh, I, someone who died in Auschwitz. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not just a survivor, but also the dead. <laughs> <laughs> What's your resolution? Um, I don't know. I, I seem to be on a pretty good trend here in my life. So whatever I'm doing, I'm going to keep doing it. As cheesy as that fucking sounds. I'm not really sure what I'm doing, but... Make bitches and get money? Yeah. yeah. Or however that goes. Fuck bitches, get money. Get bitches, fuck money. Yes. It's like that... Uh, Disregard females, acquire... Acquire the currency. Yes, acquire currency. Wealth. Yep. And treat people good. Be friendly. Treat them Be good. Be kind. Be kind. That's a that's a resolution everybody should have. Be, Be kind. kind. See, kindness is, is an interesting one, though. It's a fucking joke. <laughs> kindness is for pussies. <laughs> no, it's, kindness is good, but you gotta make sure that you don't get kindness confused with uh like being complacent 
Yes. And being pushed around. Because that can very easily happen. It's happened in my life before. You've got to stand your ground. Yeah, you've got to be able to like, all right, I've been, I've been homely to you. I've been nice and cordial with you. But what you just said, well, I can't be kind no more. No more Mr. Nice Gump. You can you know? kindly and politely tell them to fuck off. Exactly. There is kind ways to tell someone to go get bent. Exactly. So if you're going to do, yeah, just be kind about it. Politely say, go ram sand down the eye of your cock. Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, well, that's, a good, that's a good resolution. Be kind. So we will. Oh, I know, I know what my resolution is. Bring back the puka shell necklace. <laughs> I'm going to buy one. <laughs> and I'm going to bring it back. I didn't know it ever came in. Are you kidding? In, in like the mid-90s, man, puka shell necklaces, you fucking know frosted tips, man. That was the rage. That was, no, that was like early 2000s. Would have been like late 90s, like you mid see, to uh, late 90s. Like in sync, all dressed like that. That was the 90s. Yeah, but um, fuck, what's his name? Backstreet Boys. No, no, like an that. actor. He did Ag- Agent Cody Banks. What was that fucking oh, actor's name? Oh, uh, Malcolm in the Middle. He was in that too. Yeah, what's his name? He didn't wear, but there's like those style of movies. There's always that one surfer dude yeah. with the frosted with tips, the, with, that with that the bleach blonde hair and the fucking necklace. Yeah, with that haircut. Oh, but what the hell is that actor's name? What's his name? name? Um, something oh dumb. God. It's like uh, let me Malcolm. No, no, Murphy no, no, no. something or other. There's oh, <laughs> Agent Cody Banks. I haven't thought about that movie in a long time. Well, we had it on DVD. And didn't. Uh, Agent who uh, who played his like handler? It was like some hot, wasn't it? Uh, um, yeah. Okay, we got uh, Frankie Muniz. Frankie Muniz, that's the guy. Yeah, and uh, Sandra An- Bullock was the handler, right? No, no, no. It's uh, Angie Harmon. I don't know who that is. I thought oh, it was she's Sandra Bullock. Tall, dark-haired lady. Yeah. Oh man, she is good looking. She's she's a good-looking lady. Yeah, she looks a little bit like Sandra Bullock. A little bit. At least for my ten-year-old brain, I didn't really care. I wasn't really looking at her face. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Frankie Muniz. Yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, that haircut. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is my resolution: make it my goal to bring back the puka shell necklace and the, the frosted tips. Well, have you ordered a necklace? Do you have one? Uh, well, I'm working on it. You better, you better get one. I'm gonna be disappointed if you're not wearing one. All right, fine. I gotta get one then. I think I'd order go a hard. cheapo one off of Amazon, and I'll, I'll get a different haircut i got this long hippie shit growing right now i haven't had a haircut in probably four or five months so. <laughs> you are looking a little, I'm a little looking, scraggly i'm looking a little scraggly these days it's it's to that point where the hair is now growing down like the back side of my neck yep it's like it's it's getting gross it's either either i go ponytail or i shave it all off Just go ponytail i'm not go. going ponytail go, go full pony no i ain't doing it my girlfriend thinks i should get a like a top knot I'm like <laughs> do i look japanese no it's not going to work. What are you, gay? I don't... Yeah, what do I look like? I suck cock for a living? And <laughs> she says, well, you could. <laughs> well, I don't want to get the uniform before I get the job. You mm. know what I mean? Exactly. I haven't got, I haven't got the job yet. <laughs> when, they, when they get back to me, I'll go down to Markswork Warehouse and get my cock-sucking pants and everything. <laughs> Carhartt. Carhartt cock-sucking pants. <laughs> do they make that? They should. Carhartt Addist. Addist. <laughs> They make a whole clothing line for fucking crack whores. Oh, God. <laughs> the crack whore line. And it's just, it's like a pair of, uh, of, uh, overalls with, uh, <laughs> with padded knees. <laughs> and a little pocket in front to keep your crack in. <laughs> crack pocket. A little crack pocket. Nice little zipper on top. Yeah. Make keep sure your pipe and your crack all in there. 
<laughs> I seen the most fucked up video as these three three crack whores yeah. in a car and they're hot boxing a car with meth pipes. <laughs> oh God. What where did you see this? Oh, it was, Why, on was it Instagram. on Live Leak? No, it was on Instagram or some shit. Somebody posted on their story and then immediately got deleted, but yeah, it was funny. That is funny. <laughs> hot boxing this fucking Honda Civic or some shit. <laughs> it would be a Honda Civic too. America's car. <laughs> The most mm. stolen car in all of America. Is it? Yep. That's because there's like five billion so, um, of them. Though. I mean, I don't know what the stats are now, but it it was number one and number two was the 2005 to 2007 Ford six liter Ford mm. one ton trucks. Yeah. Yeah. That was number two. Yeah. Yeah. And then even the generation of Fords before that were really bad too, right? Uh, probably. Because like, yeah, like 99 to 2004 we're also we're plagued by yes yeah, very easy stealable problems yeah, yeah you could like you just hotwire the horn to something else and boom you get the things fucking running so exactly no it was uh you'd you'd punch out the lock yeah on the door you can get in the door or no you pop the latch the whole fucking door handle oh the pop, whole the mechanism you, just come right out yeah right? you pop that off pull the linkage door opens up <laughs> and then you just jam a screwdriver into the fucking ignition and I just break it and I think it's something like a good thief can steal a six liter Ford in like 28 seconds or oh, Jesus or less like it's it's almost faster to steal the thing than it is to unlock it and start it with a key yeah uh, a buddy of mine work co-worker was telling me about uh, in Calgary I believe it's in Calgary there's this guy who's had like he's had four pickups stolen in the last three years or something like that and and then what did he do? He actually, on his light, latest pickup, he's actually rigged up a system so that if someone tries to steal it, it automatically shuts the brakes down. Not lock the brakes up. Actually, just, like, it, like, cuts the brake lines or something. That's sweet. <laughs> Which, but here's the thing is, if that guy who steals it has his brake lines essentially cut, I don't know if it doesn't, like, physically cut them, but it essentially stops your brakes from working. Um, if that guy all of a sudden T-bones a family is now the guy who installed that system liable for like a manslaughter charge or what? Um, it's hard to say. I mean, that's it all depends how good a lawyer you got, I guess. I suppose. It depends if your lawyer's last name ends with Berg or Steen. Yeah. Uh, cool it with the anti-Semitic remarks. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, first time this year using that button. Plenty more where that came from. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> They say anti-Semitism is the new black. <laughs> Who said? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think me just right now. <laughs> like I said, I'm a trendsetter. Oh, I'm a trendsetter. Has... I'm trying to bring back the puka shell necklace. I'm trying to bring back anti-Semitic remarks. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck with that. Good luck on both. They're both difficult tasks. They both they both died a while ago. <laughs> but they're all, they're both pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. In in a closeted form, people still use them. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> Both the necklace. And yeah, the people remarks. closetedly still make remarks about Jewish people and still wear puka shell necklaces, but only after midnight. That's right. In very smoky bar halls and <laughs> beer halls and <sighs> bars and other places. I wonder if the Jewish community hates us. Well, I wouldn't know. 
I'm going to guess that there's not a single Jewish person listening to this show just because the only people who listen to this are from South Central Alberta and a couple from BC and one guy from Minnesota. Yep. So unless that one guy from Minnesota is uh, is Jewish, then I'm going to guess there's no Jews listening to this show. Fair. That's fair. We apologize. We apologize. <laughs> we love what you people have done for the Western world. Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah, you guys making bangers every year. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, uh, that brand new Marvel CGI clusterfuck Spider-Man came out yeah. recently. Yeah. yeah. I, w- I want to watch it. Yeah, I'll, I'd, I guess I'd watch it. I don't think I'd, I'd be too interested. Um, Obviously, it's one of those things where Marvel movies now are just like, you go into the theater, you sit down with your popcorn, and you're like, okay, I'm ready now for an hour and 45-minute CGI clusterfuck where, at the end, Spider-Man wins. Which Spider-Man, though? There's three of them. Well, I don't know. They all win, probably. Could be. Who fucking knows? They're all Peter Parker. Yeah, but they got uh, Benedict Cumber Snatch in there. Yeah, but, like, I just, I don't care that much anymore about these Marvel movies. I I remember watching... What was it? And uh, Infinity War and then Endgame. Yeah, thinking to myself like, Jesus Christ, they, they're making this movie in into clippable bits, so that people will make memes out of it and then share it all on on social media and stuff. Like yeah. that's how yeah. they're making the movie. So then, all there's like forty main characters in one movie, and each of them gets about two minutes of screen time, and then uh, and they all got to say the funniest thing possible and it's got to be socially or it's got to be current so then you have fucking thor playing Fortnite. And i'm like what the fuck am i watching like i don't give what yeah but he was fat and depressed it's kind of yeah, funny which is funny but it's like what the fuck am i watching like, <laughs> was he playing Fortnite? yeah he's yeah, playing he was. Fortnite, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. he's getting he's getting dabbed on by some fucking guy from sweden or something some like fucking noob in a basement yeah some some fucking neat living in his mom's basement get wrecked bitch Listen here, poopy man, one, two, three. <laughs> I am the god Thor, and I will smite you down. But, no, the <laughs> poopy man, six, nine. <laughs> Four, twenty, sixty-nine. But, no, I just, the Marvel movies, like, they're, it's entertaining to a point, but I don't really care about CGI and effects and all that, like, or even action. I don't really care about action movies. Like, action movies, they're not really about story, and they're not about character. No. It's more about, well, we, let's, what can we do? to make like the most interesting possible action scene. And then right after that, have another even more interesting action scene. And yeah. then just keep building up until the climax where it's like some absolute insane clusterfuck where you have like armies battling each other and shit. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Like, that's great. I don't mind it, but it's, I wouldn't consider it like particularly intelligent or particularly artful. But anyway, th- that's the reason I'm saying this is because I left a comment on, this meme page a while like this maybe two three weeks ago now <laughs> left a comment on there because the guy was going on about this he's like well uh, what do you think the academy is going to nominate the spider-man movie for any oscars or are they going to snub it because it's not real cinema and i'm like yeah it's not like real cinema like it's like an amusement park or it's like that's what martin scorsese said it's like an amusement park it's entertaining it's fun but it's not there's no underlying human struggle yeah in any yeah. of it it's not that artful yeah and uh and so you know i was like yeah i don't think they're gonna do that like it's not real cinema and you wouldn't believe the amount of neckbeards who fucking 
came out of the woodwork and were just <laughs> reeing, just screaming at me like, "What do you mean? Not, oh, you probably do this." I'm like, "Oh God!" And there was guys arguing underneath my comment for like three, four days afterwards. And I was like so tempted to just delete the comments so these fuckers who were arguing against each other could stop arguing. <laughs> so irritating. It got like 300 likes. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> People arguing in that comment for like four days straight. <laughs> and then my phone was binging. It was just ringing away. Like yeah. every couple minutes, there'd be another guy screaming, well, actually, it's uh, it really art. How is this not art? Then the next guy would be like, it sucks, it's fucking sucks, it's garbage. You should watch some four-hour-long movie that is super fucking boring. That's art. <laughs> you know, one guy's one way and the other guy's the other way. You have some fire comments. Yeah, I tell Jason Kenny to lick my nuts every time he posts something on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> every time. Didn't you post a... Oh, I'm trying to remember, but you posted a comment on something like maybe a year or two ago yeah i've been and you got ago. like four thousand likes oh yeah i can't remember what i said but i was Who's some it was some like pretty famous meme page and uh you know has like a couple million followers or whatever and yeah. i posted some dumb comment and it became the top comment so then when it's like up there everyone just keeps liking it because it's i don't know it was, i can't remember what i said oh it was fire it's pretty good oh god i can't remember yeah, no, definitely the Jason Kenny ones. I don't know if I get any likes on that because I do just tell Jason Kenny to lick my nuts and tell him to go fuck <laughs> off, fuck off, Randy. <laughs> he looks like Randy Bobandy. Just go eat a cheeseburger, you big fucking prick. <laughs> yeah, and that guy. It's so interesting. It's so funny. Like he's clearly doing stuff that his voters don't like, and he knows it. Yeah. So then he tries and panders to his voters to like pretend like he cares yeah so he's like well look oil and gas the industry's going again and alberta is rebounding we're rebounding and it's like jason i want to go to denny's and not have to show my fucking paperwork like like it's 1939 nazi germany like can i do that <laughs> i don't care about the economy right now like we got some weird things going on in this country i don't think how much drilling we got going on that's not the priority right now yeah. And even if it was, I, like, I why keep, are you pandering like this? I keep seeing him post about, like, Alberta's economic re- recovery plan is working. It's like, do you know why it's working? Because Albertans are working their fucking ass off, you dumb yeah. fuck. Yeah, that's like in, um, I think it was last year, uh, Joe Biden was like, this is great, you know, the job, uh, employment rates are, like, at an all-time low, you know? Some people are even working two jobs. There's jobs, jobs, jobs. Some people are working two, three jobs. Uh, Joe, uh... They're working two or three jobs because they can't afford anything. That's why. It's not because times are good. It's because times are really, really hard. <laughs> you dumb bastard. <laughs> working two, three jobs. Yeah, isn't that great? They shouldn't fucking have to, they you dumb work. cunt. Yeah, no kidding. But if, you know, celery didn't cost my fucking liver, you know, <laughs> then maybe I'd only have to work one job. You go to the fucking store, get a pack of chicken. It's fucking 16 bucks for two chicken breasts. I'm tired of having to pick between power or celery. <laughs> this is well, horseshit. This is horseshit. I can't eat celery no more. That's my favorite. I love eating something that costs calories to eat. <laughs> and I have to choose heat or celery. Yeah. It's bullshit. You can't burn celery either. Can't use that for heat. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. 
Big fan of celery, though. Oh, yeah. Big fan. It's good for heartburn. Yeah, we just found that out recently, eh? Yeah. Old wives' tale. Old wives' tale works like a motherfucker. Yeah. It must be bad heartburn, ate a whole stick of celery, munching on it, getting all the sinews in your teeth. You're like, fine. Oh, heartburn is gone. I bet you there's something in there, like some kind of a sodium um, bicarbonate or something that's in in a high amount in celery. And then Mm. when it hits your stomach acid, it just totally neutralizes the acid. Probably. I bet you that's it. Probably. Because I know that's like in Pepto-Bismol or any of that shit. Like that's, it's usually magnesium something. Magnesium bicarbonate or some shit like that. Essentially, it's it's supposed to mix with the acid and then chemically react with it and then turn it into stuff that doesn't hurt your stomach. A little more basic. Yeah. Exactly. Hmm. So I don't know. That's probably what's in celery. And I rarely have heartburn, so. Yeah. I had heartburn so bad. When I when I flew home from Quebec, mm-hmm. well, see, the thing was, is we, we uh, so we got off the, the army base at like two or three in the afternoon. A buddy of mine, um, he reserved a whole bunch of rooms at the Hilton yeah. in, uh, in Quebec City. And I was like, hell yeah. So we stayed there for I'm the getting, night. I'm getting drunk tonight. Really. Oh yeah, we went down to there's like this party street in Quebec City that's just full of bars and stuff. And we go down there and it got drunk as fuck. And then me and this other guy were like, "Hey, let's go to the steam room in the Hilton. <laughs> we go to the pool." And it's oh, it's sweated all sh- out. It's all shut down because of the COVID and stuff. We're like, "This is bullshit." Cause especially because we like got down to our skivvies and everything, and we we're gonna go to the fucking <laughs> steam room. And there we are standing half naked, ready to hit the steam. Towels room. around our waists, looking like. Looking like a couple of Greek faggots or something. <laughs> so we're like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> so anyway, drunk all night. Had to wake up at 4 in the morning. No, 3.30 in the morning. We went to bed. I went to bed at 12. So I got a couple hours in. Pretty good. By, no uh, steam room, though. So pretty good. Still by pretty military. pissed about that. Pretty pissed about the steam room. <laughs> still not over that. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> I'm in the Hilton. I'm going to use everything they got. They wouldn't let me use the steam room. Motherfuckers. Anyway. Um, so wake up at three thirty. Almost slept through the alarm. Got a wake up call from the some other guys in another room who were also on the same flight as us. Yeah. Get in a cab. Go to the airport. The flight leaves at six thirty, or something like that. And uh, man, I didn't eat anything that day. <laughs> By the time I landed in Calgary, I was so hungover, and I had the worst heartburn I've ever had in my life. Yeah. It was fucking awful. I was like dying. I actually felt like I was dying. I was dehydrated, didn't have any water. I felt like I was wandering around the Sahara Desert for the last four days. I was like, this is fucking stupid. I had I was running on about two hours of sleep in the last 48 I find, hours. I find I get really bad heartburn when I'm overtired. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't know why what, why being tired has anything to do with it, but for some reason, it just makes it so much worse. Yeah. Especially, yeah, hungover, no water, no celery. Not, they didn't even give me any fucking peanuts on the flight. They gave me two pretzels. <laughs> Motherfucker. The sticks are the proper pretzels. No, like an actual pretzel, but it's like a bag full of little pretzels. You get five in a little bag. Oh, there you go. That's your meal. <laughs> fucking Air Canada cheapskate cocksuckers. Yeah, here's ten pretzels. Thanks for serving a country, bitch. Yeah. Well, they give you free uh, baggage, so that's all right. But still could have used a little more than... Three pretzels. Could have used some fucking water. You could have asked for water too, Gump. Uh, they give me a little bottle. They give me this much water. Just like <laughs> three three fingers worth of water in a tiny little bottle. Everything else I had to pay for. I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> anyway, land in Calgary. I'm dying. Get in the car. 
We said we had Denny's. Yeah. Or no, uh, what's that? What's that place? Uh, just uh, south of Crossfield. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Humpty's. Yeah, Humpty's cheeks. So we went down to Humpty's there and humped some cheeks and had some pan scrambler. Damn, damn scrambler. Right. I, I met you there, didn't I? Yeah, you with met mom and dad. Yeah, because you were still yeah, in. Yeah. Oh no, you wouldn't have been in Carsters at the time. No, you just met us there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, had some had some orange juice that didn't really help the heartburn. That maybe made it worse. A little coffee, a little milk. Yeah. Pan scrambler. Damn, damn scrambler. Yeah, you look like a I bag of shit. Like, I did, didn't a I? F- bag of freshly fucked assholes. Oh yeah, I didn't. Sh- I hadn't showered for like seventy-two hours before that either because <laughs> there's no time. Because it was like we had, had to get drunk. Well, yeah, but no, there was even before that we had like our parade practices and we had to, you know, all the graduation ceremony and all that shit. So yeah, yeah. it was a long time before uh, before I could shower again. <laughs> I think. Oh, maybe I shower. No, I didn't even shower at the Hilton. Didn't because I was going to use the steam room and sweat it all off. But <laughs> those motherfuckers, <laughs> sons of bitches. How much is a night at the Hilton? Uh one night for. So let's think. Two guys to a room. I paid one hundred and ten bucks. Well, that's not bad. It was a pretty good deal. My friend. Nice dad, hotel. Very nice. My friend's dad is like some high fluting guy from Hamilton or something like that. So yeah. I don't know. He probably had an in. Probably knew the manager or some shit. Who knows? We got a pretty good deal on it anyway. Nice. And then there was like a bunch of uh, <laughs> mini bottles and stuff. Or no, there were no coffee. I was gonna make myself coffee when we got there, and I'm like, oh yeah, make some coffee. And they're like, no, don't touch that. And I'm like, why? If you if you uh, make coffee in the Hilton, they charge you for it. What for the fucking free coffee? And all that shit, like the they'll little charge, Keurig, yeah, or little whatever. Keurig or whatever oh the fuck, my fucking god, make tea. They'll charge you for that. Cocksuckers. Yeah, that's why I hate that you have to use credit cards for that shit because yeah. they can charge whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, just rack it up. Next thing you know, you're. Next thing you know, you bought a f- fifty-seven dollars worth of porn. <laughs> I mean, it's, I did, but <laughs> it's free on your phone, man. No, You've actually bought porn no, before? No, Gump, I never bought porn. It's oh, a right, joke. No. It's on. a bit. Well, it wasn't very funny. <laughs> but you, you can, <laughs> can't on a hotel TV, can't you like rent movies and shit? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can like rent all the porn channels. Like dial 811 or some shit. 6969. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, 666420. <laughs> <laughs> El Diablo. El Diablo. Spring break gone wild or whatever the fuck. So, Gum, what'd you get for Christmas? Uh, this is going to be no surprise to you because <laughs> uh, you already know you were there when I opened everything. <gasps> you got it? You got it? What? Yeah, baby, she's got it. <laughs> no, I uh, got a I got a weighted blanket. So uh, I guess that confirms that I'm autistic or something. Yeah. how they only how, give those to autistic kids. How uh, have you been sleeping? Oh, man, that thing's fucking tight. Is it? That thing is awesome. <laughs> Dude, I sleep so good. That blanket, it's like warm as hell. Yeah. It's heavy, so it just like, just you feel like you're constantly being hugged. <laughs> it's so nice. That's what you needed, Gump. I needed to feel like I'm hugged even when being I'm alone. Being held. I just need to be helded. <laughs> I just need, I need warmth. So, yeah, I... Uh, Got one of those. Got a big stock pot. I seen you got a big stock pot too. Oh hell yeah! Making soup. And we shit. should make a big old jambalaya, dude. Yeah, make like fifteen metric tons of spaghetti sauce. <laughs> a literal metric fuckload of spaghetti sauce, dude. That'd be tight. Yeah, a couple of big, big pots. Big pots of spaghetti. Yeah, I got yeah, I got lots of kitchen stuff this year. Mm-hmm. Measuring cups. 
got my sweet. got my usual socks and underwear and a couple of nice got a nice Carhartt shirt. I'm wearing it. Yeah. Anybody on the YouTube? I'm uh, wearing a nice flannel, Carhartt flannel. Yeah. Nothing new under the sun. You always wear Carhartt. Yeah, flannel. but this one's new. Oh, <laughs> I see. Yeah. No, I I usually do wear Carhartt. Yeah. And when I mean usually, I mean always. Yeah. And what did what did you get me again? Oh, I got you a guitar strap oh, and yeah, some gu- picks. Yeah, guitar strap and some guitar picks. That's super needed because my old guitar strap was pretty frayed well, and a hunk of shit. Yeah, it was it for the last fucked. twelve years. It was fucked. I yeah. I was there when you bought the thing. Yeah, and we, I was like fifteen or less. Yeah, I think I was like twelve. So I've had that for a while. Had it for a long time, and I knew I knew you needed a new one. I was like, yeah, that's a that'll be a good gift. And this is a kind Love of a it. a real nice leather. Yeah, kind of kinda country kinda western looking. Has a leather. little bit of a. You know, it's been tooled a little bit. Some nice, um, it's got that nice pattern leather work in there and everything. Soft. It's super supple. Mm, very supple. Yes. It's very nice. Uh, nice very on nice the shoulders. Strap. Yeah, I got some good use out of that over the weekend. Getting drunk, playing guitar and drums and shit with my friends. Yep. Tried playing "Boys Are Back in Town" and recording it. Yep. But the problem is, uh, when you're drunk, your timing isn't very good. You ain't got as good of rhythm as you think you do. And so then when you, you're playing, it sounds okay. But you record it and you realize, like, everything is off. Not a single person is, like, playing on the same rhythm. <laughs> so it's like, what is this drunken mess? <laughs> this sucks. You guys suck. This fucking sucks. <laughs> no, it wasn't, it wasn't that bad, but it was pretty bad. It was a good time. It wasn't great. It wasn't great, but it was pretty fun. Nice. Well, I'm glad you got some use out of it. Yeah, I'll continue to as well. And what did I get you? A bunch of knockoff barbecue and shit. <laughs> exactly $12 in barbecuing shit. <laughs> it's more than that. The Cabela's... Uh, 16 <laughs> The Cabela's barbecue set, which was missing like a third of it. It's missing pieces? Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> I thought you read that. It, no, I never. It says two spatulas and two um, condiment bottles for... Oh, and it only squirting. has one spatula. It's only got one spatula in there. <laughs> Because I got it at fucking Bianca Amores in Calgary, the fucking liquidation <laughs> center. I figured out, I, like, I could go to, like, Bass Pro and spend $50 on a fucking spatula and shit. Yeah. I could spend, like, like half that at Bianca Amores and get the exact same thing. It's just it's missing one of the spatulas. <laughs> but whatever. No, we'll get some use out of we'll it We'll get for some use sure. for sure. Got you a fucking flatbread, some flatbread cooker stone things for putting on the barbecue uh yep. they're partially broken but also why i managed to pick them up for like nine bucks <laughs> <laughs> perfect i thought yeah, i'd that. use that I, they weren't broken when i bought them i don't think i think they might have got rammed in the car or something like that went flying across the trunk in the car in the car and then i got you some skewers yes we'll make some kebabs with oh, those. Yeah. i got tons of gifts this year I, but i'm happy that i got to have lots of time to Hang out with people. Meet, yeah, meet uh, meet some new in laws. I met lots of new in laws. Yeah, outlaws. Outlaws. <laughs> yep, it was fun. That is good. Yeah, lots of people in this Christmas. Last last Christmas there was not a lot of people in because people were pretty scared about the COVID and all that shit. Mm-hmm. This Christmas, no one gave a fuck. Yep, I I could feel it. Everyone's just like, who gives a shit? Yeah, everybody's just fucking over it. Yeah, so rightfully so. Rightfully so. It's about time. Yeah, so it was good. Saw a lot of people. Drank a lot of beer. <laughs> sure did. Ate a lot of chocolate. Oh, mm. man. Oh, I had too many chocolates last night. Yeah? Not too many, but I was like... Mm. Give you the shits? Not quite. Just about. Just about. 
You could still catch it before she left the, <laughs> left the barn. <laughs> Caught the horse before it left the barn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, boy. But, yeah, it was a good Christmas. I hope everybody else had a good Christmas, too. Yeah. Got to see their family. Got to see their grandparents. I know it's tough going long time without seeing your grandparents. Yeah. Sure is. So I keep getting these... To change topic here a little bit. Yeah, give her. I keep getting these Instagram videos recommended to me in my feed. Right. Instagram will do that. It'll try and program you with whatever it thinks that you should watch, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's all these, it's like these street hustler videos where it's like, it's like street motivation. Like, it's like, hey, you got to get out there and grind, son. You got to get yourself two jobs and then you got to hustle. You got to work. 60, 70 hours a week, you got to work. And then when you get a little cash, you take that cash and you build into a side hustle. And then you, it's like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> like, it'll be, and then it always has that, there's like a, I don't know, sort of Japanese hip hop guitar thing. You know, that track? I'm not sure I do. No, no, you'd, anyway, you'd know it if I play it. If you were to play it, yeah, I'm sure I would. Um, so that's always what it's like the Chad or like the Alpha, what do they call that? The Alpha music. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I just keep getting these recommended to me, and it's like, what the fuck is this? And these guys are so stupid. Some of them. Yeah. It's like I get I get one from Forty Cent or Forty. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever he's worth now. <laughs> whatever the fuck he's worth now. Forty Cent, the dollar store version of Fifty Cent. <laughs> whatever the fuck he is. <laughs> No, you get guys like that. It's like 40 cent. And it's basically 50 cent. Or, but no, that's when it was actually 50 cent, though. <laughs> he was on some show or whatever, and he's talking about how, you know, when we was young, you know, we were hustling. I can't understand what he was talking about. And then he just says something like, yeah, when we was, we was hustling, you know, it's what we was. And then, these, you know, get these little neighbors around me, and I can't say the N-word, so. Those little neighbors be like, you ain't getting no, you ain't getting no tail, you know. I'm like, what the fuck you talking about, little neighbor? And it's like, and then I'm like, okay, so what was the message in that? <laughs> Where's the moral of that story? Yeah. Meanwhile, it's got like this music behind it, and it's like, yeah, this guy's speaking the facts. No cap, bruh. This shit bussin'. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck am I? This is dumb. I got one from Steve Harvey. It's like Steve Harvey talking about how if I go shopping and I bring somebody with me, and uh, I get some change, you know, I give him the change. I don't care if it's, I don't care if it's sixty bucks, two dollars. I don't care, you know, because I only want hundreds. <laughs> I only want the hundred bills. I don't want no twenties or fives or tens or fifties. I just want hundreds because when you uh, when you want something, you attract that thing. <laughs> so you want hundreds, you'll get hundreds. You, if you get you get if you hold on to twenties, all you'll get is twenties. It's like uh, Steve. Uh, it's all money. <laughs> it's all money. Hold on to all the money, Steve. What is this? This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You're just telling people to give away their 20s? Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't care. I spent, I spent $2 at the grocery store with a $100 bill, and I give $98 to my friend who's with It's like, okay. So how does this sound financial advice? Yes. I think the proper advice is how did you get those hundreds, Steve? Because yeah, he attracted hundreds. Because he wants them hundreds because uh, he gets rid of the 20s, so he gets hundreds. So I, this is this doesn't add up at all. But on the uh, Steve Harvey, I I I, I like him. He's fucking funny. I I hate him personally. You, really? I hate him. I think he's fucking hilarious, and he dresses 
so well. I fucking hate him so much. <laughs> Did you see his... I follow him on Instagram. <laughs> oh, God. And he wore this sweet red kind of... Uh, not a tracksuit, but like a, a red... I don't even know what, what a leisure call- suit. Yeah, leisure suit. Yeah, just had like the red slides, mm. you know, dress pants, all red, like just that fire engine red. Mm. And he looked fresh as a motherfucker. He looks like a fucking Steve. <laughs> so if anybody's like a Nigerian oil prince, go to Steve Harvey's Instagram and pull up. Like it's probably, I'll see which post it is. It is the like the fourth or fifth post, I think. And he looks sweet. Yeah. No, I I think I just I really hate him. Like his, he used to be a stand-up comedian right back yeah, in the 90s yeah. and his his stand-up's actually pretty good. I enjoy it. Yeah, he's funny. Like But him on Family Feud. Oh, he's the 12th post. Oh, for fuck's sake. That is I can't I, it's too much red. <laughs> he looks too much badass. Red. He's wearing the Gucci glasses. Oh, he's got the God red sakes. slides on. He's just killing it. Oh man. Big mustache. You wear red, you track fire trucks. That's that's because what I want to be is a fireman, so I'm wearing red. Because you, what you wear is what you attract. That's that's what he says. <laughs> no, I hate him on Family Feud though, because it's always like this. It's like, it's like the question is uh, something you something of your husband's that you jerk with your hands, and then it's like, uh, what is his penis? <gasps> Did she just say, did I hear that correctly? <laughs> yeah. You mean to say penis? This lady hears something that you jerk with your hands, and she says penis. And then it's like, yeah, that's the obvious answer. It's like, it's set up that way, Steve. You fucking idiot. Don't act surprised, Don't Steve. act surprised. You probably wrote you, the fucking questions, you, you dipshit. You wrote it. <laughs> fucking idiot. Totally knows how to exploit, like, morons. Oh, yeah. That show is to basically keep people stupid, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. That's the... Op- Karl Marx said religion was the opiate of the masses. I think Family Feud, Jeopardy, all that shit. That's the opiate of Wheel the masses. Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune, especially. Fucking Regis Philbin. <laughs> oh, no. No, Regis Philbin was uh, uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Right, right. No, who is the who is the dude for Wheel of Fortune? I can't remember. Regis Philbin too. What's his name? No, he it was like uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I don't know. There's that there's that really good looking lady who always presented the prizes too. And like Wheel of Fortune, what's the one where you have to like spell out the phrase? Is that Wheel of Fortune? No, that's. um, Can I get an E? Ding. What is clam diggers? No, what was uh no what is that one? <laughs> ah, I think that might be Wheel of Fortune. I think it's Wheel of Fortune. Could but you be. have to you spin the bi- oh, spin fuck. the bitch and you get yeah. I can't Cuz I haven't watched those shows since about 2006. Oh, is that or is that Price is Right? One of those is Price is Right. No, no, Price is no, it's not oh, Price, Price is Right. right. You got to guess what the value of something is yep. and if you get it yep. right then you win the prize, right? Yep. <laughs> those shows, oh man. I mean, I like Jeopardy cuz it's mostly just trivia and that's yep. not that's it's not bad for you. So who is hosting Jeopardy now? Now uh, that Alex Trebek is gone. God um, rest his soul. God bless. Lil Boosie. Lil Boosie's going to host it. He's a rapper from the... Like, is that true? 2000s. No, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Let's Google it here. I got the internet in front of me. Who is going to host Jeopardy? Well, it's got to be on right now. Who's hosting it right now? Is it not playing? After the long time, Mary? after long time, Jeopardy host Alex Trebek, the game show host, has decided that it will 
So two people are going to fill his shoes. A guy named Mike Richards, the show's executive producer, will become the new regular host. And the actress, Mayim Bilek, will take over for the primetime specials. That's the lady who played Sheldon's girlfriend in Big Bang Theory. Oh. Mayim Bilek. Okay, yep, yep. Interesting. So Mike Richards. I thought it was going to be Michael Richards, the guy who plays Kramer. <laughs> and then he'd be like, hey, I'm going to say the N-word. <laughs> Again. <laughs> hey, Kramer, give me uh, doors for 200 all right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Giddy up. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Levels. Levels. <laughs> Fucking Kramer. Oh, boy. Well, that's good. Good for her, the Mayim Bilek. Did you know that she, I read this somewhere, she was actually a, she's a neuroscientist originally, oh. and then decided she wanted to get into acting, and then fucking landed the role of, uh, Amy Farrah Fowler, who's a neurosurgeon That's or a neuroscientist in Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Because they've yeah. chosen her. like, well, this is the obvious choice. She actually studies this shit. So, <laughs> Not only is she a good actor, but she's actually acting in the field that she's yeah, she can, <laughs> trained in. She can write the character and yeah. all the bullshit that yeah, yeah. comes out of the, their mouth. You have to wonder about that show when they would like write science-y shit. They probably like hired a bunch of nerds to like, oh, well, uh, Enrico Fermi said. Uh, well, there's got to be a certain amount of truth to some of the references oh i think there's mostly i remember like googling stuff i would hear you know they'd say some physics thing concept or theory and then i'd be like what the fuck is that and then i google it and be like oh yeah okay but usually they wouldn't go very deep into it because it'd be more about penny's boobs (laughs) be like oh yeah yeah uh string theory oh yeah penny's boobs (laughs) that's the show no no shell door no shell door i'm uh I'm not, I'm Penny, Bulgaria. Boobs. Boobs. <laughs> Penny boobs. The Leonard, Leonard wanting to lick her feet. Then Sheldon just going, Bulgaria. Funny joke. Howard Horny Boy. Oh, God. He's, I liked him <laughs> on there. Howard Horny Jew. Oh, he's the best on there. He's my favorite. <laughs> I'd like a, yeah, like, what's that one line? He's like. Hey, we're making cocktails. What do you want, Howard? Oh, I'll have a slippery nipple. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Sign me up for one of those. Penny's making them. I'll take two. If Penny's making them. I'll have three. She's she's like late thirties. Well, who's that lady's she's, name again? Uh, Kaylee Kiyoko. K- no, Kuoko. How do you spell that? K a l e y, I think. Uh, yeah, K a l e. Yeah. Kaylee Cuoco. 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 She Italian? Hold Hopefully. On. Early life. Blonde Italian. Daughter of Lane and a homemaker. And Gary Carmine Cuoco. Her father is Italian while her mother is English. Ah. Only half Italian. Only half. That's okay. Cocksucker. That's all right. That's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's born in 85, so she'd be 36. Oh, well. I guess. She's up there. Up there, there. thirty six. <laughs> Up there, like I give a fuck about the age of Hollywood actresses. Yeah, I don't really give a shit. I'm not a big guy as far as like Hollywood gossip and all that shit goes. You'd, oh, that's the real opiate of the masses. Fucking Entertainment Tonight, ET that, Canada, and all that shit. You ever, you ever ah. like standing in line at a grocery store and you see the tabloids and the headlines are so fucking stupid. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, Prince Harry, uh, balding and, uh, also gay. 
Question mark. Like, what? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Doesn't he have a kid? kid? Yeah, he's got two kids. Yeah, it just doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. The queen hates Kate Middleton. It's like, yeah, everyone hates Kate Middleton. No, I don't know. I don't fucking know. No, it's, uh, what's the... Oh, uh, Angela Merkel. No, no. (laughs) Angela Merkel. (laughs) No, what's her name? Um, Oh, shit. She's good looking, though. Super good looking. Angela. uh, Not Merkel. What the fuck's her name? Just search up. Prince Harry. No, it's Charles, isn't it? No, which one? No, Charles is the son. He's. Okay, what's. Megan. Megan. Megan Merkel. Yes, yes. That's what I was thinking. Angela Merkel. (laughs) Yeah, everyone hates Angela Merkel. That dirty old bint. <laughs> That's another resolution for this year. I'm bringing back the term bint. That's what you call an old, like an old woman. An old, just annoying. an old just hag. An old bint. An old bint. All right, we'll bring back bint. Yeah. A moistened old bint. <laughs> That's that's from uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. Look, who decided to make you king? What, just because some moistened bent tossed you a sword? Because <laughs> the Lady of the Lake so, gave King Arthur his sword, and that decided that he would rule all of England. Right. Who made you king? What, because some moistened bent gave you a sword? <laughs> so what was a few months back or a year, there's that whole deal with Megan, what's her last name? Myrtle? Mer- Merkel. Merkel? Merkel, yeah. Merkel? Like racism in the palace and shit. Because uh, she's like one eighth black or something. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know. They're not like, a oh, they're racist because they they are racist because they won't let a black lady. It's like no, it's because she's American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This has happened before. Like uh, King Edward the whatever um, married uh, Wallace Simpson, yeah. who is a, a highfalutin um, American lady, part of a blue blood family, <laughs> uh, but she had divorced. And was an American, yeah. And that was not a that was no go amongst the the elites at the time. They're like, oh, she's been divorced. I so love, then he had I, to abdicate his throne. I love that shit though. It's oh, they hate me because I'm black. No, they don't. They hate you because you're American. Yeah. <laughs> There's a difference. There's a huge difference. You got to realize Europeans look at America. They don't see the race of America. They Americans. Don't see the color. They think they're all nuts. And uh, and they hate all of them equally. <laughs> bunch of they th- think they're a bunch of arrogant bastards, bunch of arrogant pricks. Yeah, I don't care what color you are. You're a fucking asshole. You're American. Yeah, yeah. You people like black Americans will go over to Germany and they're like, oh yeah, American. <laughs> you know, but in their own country, they're like, oh, I don't feel like an American. Yeah, they have to go to somewhere else to feel like an American. Yeah, I think um, what's his name? Uh, um, that. James Baldwin, who is a, a writer. He's a, a James Af- Baldwin. Yeah, African-American writer. Uh, he wrote multiple books. Like, what did he write here? He wrote um, Go Tell the Mountain, Notes of a Native Son, stuff like that. He spent time in Paris after World War II, and he said, like, you know, you go to Paris, and you just, they just treat you like an American. Yeah. Uh, but back home, it's like, that. you know, there's, like, the Jim Crow laws and all that shit. Like, you can't even walk into a fucking restaurant. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, he said like that's that's really what really opened up his eyes to what was going on in the United States. Yeah, it's it's often you have to get out of your situation to like actually look at it objectively. Yeah, so understand what the rest of the world is thinking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's an interesting guy. That guy. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I think uh, he was also, I think he was gay or something, because <laughs> often he would write 
his stories would have the guy be bisexual in it. Hmm. So, yeah. From a bisexual perspective? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Very. He's got a real shell-shocked look to him, this guy. And he stands about four foot two, so. (laughs) Kind of a goofy looking fella. Can you pull it up on the screen there? Sure. Here. There's a picture Uh, of him. Uh, How do I do this? There we go. (laughs) He's kind of a bug-eyed looking fella. 1969. When was he born? 24. 1924. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Interesting, right? So, uh... How many books did he write? Uh, I don't know. Multiple, yeah. Giovanni's Room, Native Son, Devil Finds Work, No Name in the Street. So, yeah, probably, I don't know, seven or eight If Beale Street Could Talk was adapted to the Academy Award-winning film of the same name in 2018, directed by Barry Jenkins. My name is Barry Jenkins. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Title is a reference to the... Blues song, Beale Street Blues. Interesting. Well, that's good. Good for him. I never read any of his books. All right, find Hitler from this page, yep. Easy. (laughs) Uh, Okay. New York City. New York City. Here we go. Um, International diplomacy. United States. You fuck. Can't even click it. Fuck. Why can't I click United States? I don't know. Oh, right there, Gump. Up, Dutch. Up. I see United States right there. Uh, four lines up and to the right. In the United... What? Oh, that is the help. dumbest thing Kay. I've ever seen Kay. in my life. We're going, we're going the Dutch route. All we're right. doing a Dutch exit. <laughs> oh, West Germanic... German. Yes. German language. Yes. Good. Uh... Germany, Germany. Where's Germany? Germany. Germanic language. Here we go. Germany. Now we're now we're cooking, brother. <laughs> Politics, <laughs> history. Uh, uh, Nazi Germany. Hit, look, there he is. Boom. There he is. Our man. I'd give you about a minute and a half. Yeah, you weren't timing. I that was slower that time. A little slow, but. Oh, what's this? Jewish conspiracy. <laughs> Let's click that link. Oh, we probably shouldn't be looking at this. Let's go back here a second. Better hit that button. Cool it with the anti-Semitic remarks. Clear us of our sins. <laughs> that is actually the sin-clearing button. It is. Along with the shit button as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, boy. Excellent. Yeah. Hey, here's something. Here's something I thought about the other day. Who was the fucking brain-dead moron? Who came up with the name for the Rocky Mountains? <laughs> yeah, because they're rocky. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm going to call these? The Rocky Mountains. Why? Uh, it's got a lot of rocks. It's big, big rocks. The Rocky so Mountains. Can you search up who named the Rocky Mountains? All right, let's Google that. So we can crucify the fuck out of them on a podcast nobody listens to? Yes. <laughs> I, prob- can't, I his, can't His wait. ghost is probably just happy to be named. Who named the Rocky Mountains. I swear if it was Paul Revere. The French fur traders Pierre and Paul Mallet. <laughs> of course they were French, these fucking morons. So discovered what? a range of mountains at the headwaters of the Platte River, which local American Indian tribes called the Rockies. Oh, it was the Indians. <laughs> oh. We take back whatever we said. Well, I mean, and we apologize. We apologize for our great sins of being racist white men. But you gotta admit it's a pretty dumb name for mountains. <laughs> 
Well, I, each mountain has its own name, though. I guess, yeah, that's true. So but like they just call the all plural. of them, they're like, these are the Rockies. These are the Rockies. Like, when you're, what, however many miles away, how far, are we 100 miles away from the Rockies? Yeah, probably about that. So when you're 100 miles away, you can see practically all of them. Yeah. You're like, oh, those are the Rockies, because you can't pick out an individual mountain. Yeah. Like, oh, because isn't there, like, Limestone Mountain and Marble Sulfur Mountain? mountain. And Rundle. There's a hundreds of mountains. Yeah. So like each mountain has its own name, which is cool, but the whole the whole fucking thing is the Rockies. I guess. <laughs> but still. That reminds me of that scene from Dumb and Dumber when they're riding the scooter. <laughs> my hands are frozen. <laughs> oh here, have my second pair of gloves. <laughs> you had two gloves this whole time? Yeah. It's the Rockies. <laughs> <laughs> So stupid. Or however that fucking scene goes. I love that movie. Yeah. Let's see who who all lived in the Rockies. Oh, yeah. The Apache, Arapaho, Bannock, Blackfoot, the Slapaho, <laughs> Cheyenne, Coeur d'Alene, Kalispell, Crow Nation, Flathead, Shoshone, the Sioux, the Ute, the Kootenai, Kootenai, Sekeni, Dunza, and... Uh, yeah, I made up the Slapahoo ones, but but you know they they you know they they should have they should rename the Arapaho to the Slapaho. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. That'd be very keck. Yeah, <laughs> very keck. Paleo Indians hunted the Navistic mammoth and ancient bison. Oh, good. In the foothills, etc. Blah blah blah. A growing body of scientific evidence indicates that indigenous people had significant effects on mammal populations <coughs> by hunting. And on vegetation patterns through deliberate burning. Ooh, interesting. Well, so they were actually controlling fires. Oh yeah, yeah. There was a there's uh, there's an agricultural style that's called slash and burn agriculture. Yeah. And basically, what you do is you. And this is practiced a lot in like South America and the jungles. They corner off. Yeah, they they section off a chunk of jungle or forest or whatever. Yeah. Light a fire, keep it controlled, and just burn that section. And then all the burnt shit and whatever makes a very nice fertilizer. Yeah. And they uh work the land. And they would they would throw berries and whatever seeds they could in that area and grow it for a certain amount of time, usually a period of you know, ten years or whatever. Yeah. It'd be like a really high years. productive garden for about ten years. And then when they it was not as productive again, when it was looked like uh crops were starting to dwindle in that spot, they'd just let it grow back to old forest. They'd leave it and, and slash and burn a new chunk. Right. So there's a lot of that in South America, and I imagine there was lots of that here too. Um, of course, uh, then uh, on the plains itself is mostly just nomadism and, and following the herds and whatever. Because I mean, if there's like a 15 million buffalo, like that's it's, that's that's where you want to eat. Yeah, yeah. So, and usually the the animals tend to go to where it's most prosperous for well, where it's vegetation warmer. as well yeah. and warmer water, whatever. Yeah. Animals are smarter than us, I'd say. Yeah, for sure. In a lot of ways. Yeah, like you seen them, you seen them going like walking on Mars and shit. Like, man, they're way better than us. Hell yeah. They got like spaceships. Hell yeah. Space dolphins and shit like that. Recent human history of the Rocky Mountains is one of more rapid change. Oh, okay. So Francisco Vasquez de Coronado, with a group of soldiers, missionaries, and African slaves, marched into the Rockies in 1540. In 1610, the Spanish founded Santa Fe. Oldest continuous seat of government in the United States. Huh. Interesting. Cool. So the Rockies. There's the natives that named that shit. 
What the hell is this? Saltair Pavilion of Salt Lake in 1900. What the hell? There's a fucking... It looks like a mosque. It's a resort in oh. in the Great Salt Lake in Utah. <laughs> oh, this is the year 1900, colorized. Damn. Damn, is that shit like... That's probably on like dirt now. Oh, yeah. Is there any water on the Salt, Great oh, Salt Lake? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, there's water on the Great Salt Lake, but it's it wanes. Yeah. <laughs> gets pretty small damn cool that's too bad they had to fucking they They had had to they had to pave where the water was yeah here's where the water was and so they had to pave paradise and put up a parking lot (laughs) however that goes here's people swimming in it though cool fucking the salt air interesting very damn that's where all the mormons go to fuck their cousins i guess (laughs) i don't know Yes. Uh, the Mormons. Oh, yeah. So I have some... Uh, I got the Ripley's Weird or Else or whatever the fuck. No, Ripley's Believe It or Not Ripley's website. Believe It or Not, yeah. They have a weird news section. So uh, the first thing on the list here for weird news is uh, ski drawing. High-speed animal powered skiing oh i've seen this where they're towed behind a horse yeah yes what's it ski joring ski joring that is sweet there have been many versions of ski joring or ski driving over the years including horse dog reindeer and even motorcycle or uh if you're living in saskatchewan quad or side by side (laughs) yeah or 78 chev (laughs) yeah (laughs) 58 chev car oh hell yeah when winter rolls around Lots of fresh powder, yeah. You fucking hitch up the old horse and go skiing. That's awesome. It's fucking tight. Here's 1963 in Germany, a guy behind a motorcycle. <laughs> That's tight. Yeah, we just call this Saskatchewan sledding. Interesting. What else we got here on Ripley's? The Eggnog Riot of 1826. <laughs> oh, we got to read about this. Yeah, everyone's Yuletide favorite once wreaked havoc in upstate New York. What happened? Like there was a lack of eggnog? Or? Okay, today wet, the West Point Academy is associated with the best and most disciplined the United States Army has to offer. A little over 200 years ago, though, the military school enjoyed a decidedly different reputation. Colonel Sylvanius Thayer would prove instrumental in turning things around, but he may have gone a bit too far in the process, banning everything from parties to drinking and even reading novels. <laughs> Because of his strict anti-drinking policies, the cadets of West Point endured the biggest celebration in the nation's history, its 50th anniversary uh, in 1826, without any spirits. To say the soldiers were jonesing for a party proved to be the understatement of the year. So it's little wonder they were determined to celebrate Christmas in a big way during what would become known as the 1826 eggnog riot. Preparing for eggnog party like no other. So uh, what happened? So as the count- okay, so as a countdown to Christmas moved forward, some students quietly snuck in the makings for an epic party. They stockpiled gallons of rum, brandy, wine, and whiskey, which they would combine with homemade eggnog for a stiff and merry concoction. <laughs> Three students even risked detection by crossing the Hudson River to buy hard spirits from a tavern located on the opposite riverbank. <laughs> Despite the stock up on booze, Christmas Eve appeared to go smoothly and quietly. Captain. Ethan Allen Hitchcock, an officer assigned to monitor the North Barracks, turned into bed, assuming Colonel Thayer's warnings the student might throw a traditional Christmas drinking party had proven unfounded. 
But as the academy superintendent, Thayer knew a thing or two about Christmas at the academy. So uh, while Hitchcock snoozed, West Point's cadets partied in the North Barracks. The party-goers included Jefferson Davis, who would uh, later go on to be the president of the Confederacy. Uh, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. Among the early participants at the party, Davis stayed as the crowd swelled in size. By 4 a.m., the noise from the festivities spiraled out of control, rousing Hitchcock. After wandering the hallway searching for the source of the noise, he found a group of very drunk cadets and read to them the riot act. This act rendered gatherings of 12 or more people as unlawful assemblies. But instead of scaring the cadets with his harsh clampdown, Hitchcock infuriated them. Soon students wreaked havoc on the place, throwing rocks through the windows of Hitchcock's room and covering his door with sticks of wood. And other, others rampaged through the hallways, carrying bayonets, muskets, and swords. Okay. Oh, this is getting out of hand. <laughs> One of the students took it to the next level, actually shooting at Hitchcock as he tried to break in a door. The violence wouldn't subside until the following day with a 6.05 a.m. reveal. Oh, and then came the hangover. <laughs> On Christmas morning, it became quickly apparent with which cadets embraced the debauchery from the night before. While students from the South Barracks gathered, sober and well-rested, many of the cadets from the North Barracks looked and felt terrible. <laughs> What's more, the North Barracks remained in disarray with broken windows, destroyed furniture, and banisters torn from stairways. As the morning progressed, school officials determined that roughly one-third of West Point's 260 cadets had partied the night away. Of these students, the 22 worst offenders... Uh, worst offenders included Jefferson Davis, faced house arrest on December 26th. Court-martials would soon follow, with 19 troops and one soldier facing punishment. Surprisingly, Davis wasn't among those court-martialed. Some historians believe this is because he complied quickly with Hitchcock's orders and didn't indulge in the most egregious aspects of the rioting. All 19 cadets were found guilty and faced dismissal, although eight would receive clemency and five eventually graduated. What's more, 53 students faced lesser consequences, which likely made them think twice before dipping into the eggnog again. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love that. You're telling me the, com the, for the future Confederate president got drunk with a bunch of friends and ne nearly killed their fucking headmaster. <laughs> God damn it. If that story is an American, I don't know what oh, is. Oh, man. That's fantastic. <clears throat> what have we got here? Haas the hairball joins the ranks of the weirdest New Year's Eve ball drop. I don't want to watch that. Oh, at the Ripley's Museum there in New York. Oh, gross. Newly discovered millipede first to actually have 1,000 legs. What, do most millipedes not have 1,000 legs? No. It must be a... Not a, not a big fan of uh, millipedes oh. myself. They look a little uh, strange. Oh, yeah. So the, the hair, Haas the hairball is officially the Guinness World Records holder for the largest ball of human hair. 225.13 pounds of fucking human hair. Yeah. That's I'll be, But I'll be honest, I've pulled ones about that size out of the drain before. <laughs> this ain't nothing on my drain. Pucker up under the parasitic mistletoe. Okay. It's mistletoe. Oh, mistletoe is actually, a, it's a parasite. It's a plant parasite. Huh. It uh, attaches to trees and like sucks out juice from them. Sucks huh. out the sap. Then why is it so... Why is it like the Christmas plant? Like I have no idea. I think I blame the Germans. <laughs> I blame the Jews. Oh, yeah. This is cool. Salvador Dali's dream state, a door to creativity. What he would do, Salvador Dali, and for folks who don't know who that is, that's the guy who painted those melting clocks. Yeah. 
he would sit in his studio in a nice recliner and he would hold a key, like a big heavy skeleton key. And then underneath would be like an ashtray or something that like metal that it would clink off of. Mm-hmm. He'd hold it and he'd fall into a state of, of sleepiness. Like just like that real, that real weird lucid dreaming state. Yeah. And just as he was falling asleep, the key would drop out of his hand, hit that metal platter or ashtray or whatever, waking him up. And then whatever he was dreaming at the time, he'd wake up and remember exactly what the hell he was thinking about. And he'd go, oh, and he'd get right to painting. <laughs> so there he's painting melting clocks and weird shit like that. <laughs> he made a lobster phone. You ever seen Dolly's lobster phone? No. Oh, it's wicked. When was, uh, during what time was he alive? Uh, I guess he was most prolific in the 1930s to the 1960s. Oh, okay. He was on, uh, um, what show was that? The Dick Cavett show in the United States, like all the time. Um, Dolly lobster lobster phone it's the wicked I want one of these <laughs> check it out <coughs> it's a telephone but the phone part's a lobster oh that's sweet that's like the duck phone off of uh, uh, the macaroni rascals oh yeah the macaroni rascals fucking uh, Jersey Shore yeah, yeah that's a sweet phone it is old rotary too I think that thing fucks I want a lobster phone in here in the studio I want a lobster a pet <laughs> there's a guy who did it there's a guy on youtube who, who went to the store bought a lobster i think he's from north carolina or something like that yeah. bought a lobster brought it home because he keeps all kinds of exotic fish and whatever so he had space for it in a tank put it in there got rid of the the rubber bands on his claws and fed him and whatever and he's a happy happy lobster <laughs> named him leon <laughs> leon the lobster dude, dude we snips. should get a lobster that'd be sweet yeah name him larry have a big old tank Big old tank with a lobster in there. Big old lobster tank. And then we could have a couple lobsters in there. They could be frims. We could breed them. We could, we could be we lobster could. ranchers. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Start up a lobster ranch. What do you think? I think that's a great we'll idea. We'll put up a poll on the Instagram. Should we be lobster ranchers? <laughs> I think it's a good idea. I think it's like money because lobster is expensive out here. Oh, it ain't cheap. But the problem is, actually, I'll be honest here, Rob. I actually have thought about this before. <laughs> This isn't the first time I thought about farming lobsters. That really shouldn't shock you either. No, I'm not overly shocked, but a little shocked. It's more of a wow factor. Yeah. Oh, But wow. I've looked into the numbers, and the problem is lobsters need a long time to grow to like a, a big size. Yeah. Like the average lobster that gets pulled out of the ocean, that's like a, like a 10-pounder or whatever, yeah. like a big cocksucker of a lobster, they're like 20 years old. Oh, wow. So if you want to like grow big cocksucker lobsters that red lobster would buy from you it would take a long time but you could grow lots of little guys and then have like like canned lobster for different dishes like, like that like crawfish almost the size of crawfish yeah we could do that we could fucking we could farm shrimp or crawfish hmm what are you burning the coaster why are you burning the coaster i don't know that's like lead paint you put on there man no it's not it's just fucking regular spray can they haven't used lead and paint for fucking 60 years why not because <laughs> it, it was too good it's good quality was see too i good. i discovered the other day through my historical studies i've discovered that human history can essentially be summarized as uh human beings finding really good uses for lead and then discovering that lead is really bad for us <laughs> And then, you know, 20 years goes by and we find a new use for it. And then also discover that that's, uh, that lead is really bad for us. 
And it's just a constant struggle. It's like, just a cycle of trying to use lead for things. Yeah. Finding really awesome uses for it where it like really works. And then we discovered it poisons us. Yeah. So that's basically human history. The Romans used uh, some sort of lead salt to put in their wine and it would help sweeten it. Oh my God. Um, and then people often wonder why some of their emperors and some of their elite were like really fucking crazy. It's probably because they were drinking leaded wine. You know, we used to have, uh, what, lead, like, leaded gasoline yeah. helped with engine knock, right? Uh, and then we discovered that, oh, yeah, uh, the atmosphere is fucking full of lead. <laughs> so then we had to stop using leaded gasoline. People used to use lead pipes for everything. That was, uh, that was healthy. Yeah. Real healthy. Lead paint. <clears throat> Worked good for a bit. Yeah. Then everybody started going fucking crazy. Yeah, until Jimmy fucking ate a paint chip and started doing the funky chicken on the ground. <laughs> Ruined it for everybody. <laughs> Way to go, Jimmy. Jimbles. Jimmy fucking ruined it. Yeah. So, moral of that story, don't eat, uh, don't eat paint chips. <laughs> Lead is dangerous. Malleable, but dangerous. Mad as a hatter. Yeah. Speaking of Matt as a hatter, here's a picture of Salvador Dali with a lobster on his head. Like a live lobster. Sweet. I like that picture. I'm saving that. Save <laughs> image as quite the Lober. fucking mustache. Save <laughs> image as Lober. Is he Italian? No, he's Spanish. Oh, he looks awfully Italian. No, he's awfully Spanish. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking crazy. He, uh, he showed up to a ball one time. This was, uh, do you know who Charles Lindbergh was? He's the first man to fly across the Atlantic in a plane. Right. Yep. And uh, anyway, he was quite a notable American notary. Anyway, Salvador Dali showed up at one of his balls one time in like 1936 or something like that. Yep. Well, see, Charles Lindbergh had some political opinions, which Salvador Dali did not appreciate. Nor agree with. Nor agree with. Uh, Lindbergh might have been a Nazi sympathizer. Anyway, um, Lindbergh's baby had been kidnapped and they never found it like a year prior. Yeah. His kid, like someone snuck into their house, stole their baby and they never found it again, right? Right. Well, Salvador Dali thought, I'll stick a knife in this. He dressed up as the kidnapper <laughs> and he had his wife dress up as the Lindbergh baby and they went to their fucking ball. It Holy was like a, it was like a costume ball or whatever and they went there as, yeah, he's the kidnapper that stole his son. So I think he was promptly escorted off the premises. <laughs> Based. But that's that's a real artist right there. That's fucking based as fuck, Holy eh? fuck. <laughs> it's a costume party. Oh, I'll dress up as the guy who fucking stole and killed his son. <laughs> Not sure if they killed it. Well, they never found the baby, so I'm willing to guess that uh, it died. Threw it in a ditch or something? I don't know. Might have had relations with it and then threw it in a ditch. That's gross. That is icky, isn't it? Yep. Lobster phone. All right, Gump. All right, Aubrey. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah. It's Cheers a, to 2022. This year is going to be the best year yet. Yeah. We say as as tomorrow, some scientist is like, oh, yeah, there's a meteorite approaching and we can't stop it. World War Three. China goes. Kobe's to, dead. China goes to war with India. 13 million people die in the first day. No one bats an eye. <laughs> it's, a, it's a million less than usual. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening, folks. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Another episode. Keep your stick on the ice. Oh, I can't say that. That's probably trademarked. Uh, 
Yeah, but you've said it so many times already. I have. Uh, keep your keep your dick keep your fat. feet keep your feet on feet on the ground. Keep your dick fat. <laughs> Take care. Bye.